gentlemen, welcome back to the Boats and Joes podcast. I'm your host, Joey Gracie, and I'm here with Tugboat as always. Uh, Tracy's not here today, but we got a special guest, so let's climb aboard, raise your sails, and dive into it. Ray, welcome back to the Boats and Joes. Welcome to, welcome to the Boats and Joes podcast. That is awesome. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was our first time doing it. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, if you guys noticed, that's our new little motto we're going. <laughs> that's pretty badass, honestly. What is it? Uh... Climb the board, raise the soils, and let's dive into it. <laughs> yeah, me, me and Joe are sitting down here for, what, 20 minutes before, just thinking of something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, get a, uh, setting up. Uh, it's awesome. Yeah. Ray, welcome, dude. Yeah, I mean, thank you guys for having me on. I mean, I, Joe, I talked to you about, like, saying, like, dude, if you need somebody, like, I can definitely give you guys a good conversation. Uh, absolutely, was, absolutely. And I'm happy to be on, I mean. I listen to podcasts all the time, and oh, yeah. the second one I'm on, and I mean, first one I was on was in COVID, so this is the first one I'm in person doing, and like, I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of nervous, but I mean, I talk to you guys all the time, yeah. so I don't yeah, know yeah. I'm nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, tell me about the podcast you were on before. Um, it was like a little news, it was like somebody from my hometown was like doing something about like athletes who are like playing like in college sports. I mean, it was a small one, it was only like 10 minutes long, but yeah. Word. And you said that was during COVID? Yeah, so it was like on a Zoom, and he was just like writing stuff. Uh, yeah, that, it's more of an interview. That goddamn Zoom. It's a yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell, tell the viewers what, what you want them to hear. Um, I'm 22. <laughs> this is my fourth year in college. Um, did play two sports here. I still want to, but unfortunately for my knee, I cannot. Anymore. Yeah, I want, I want to talk to you about that. We'll get into it, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a physical education major, minoring in coaching, and I'm, I'm like dabbling with special education. I'm not like fully committed on anything with that, but like I'm in, I'm definitely into it. I'm taking a couple of classes with like more of like special education sports, um, like unified sports, adaptive P. Like I told you guys today, I was coaching unified basketball today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two to three. Yeah, yeah. On, uh, on the way up, well, I'm bringing Ray up. He was telling me how he coaches unified basketball, which is um, co- uh, coaching uh, kids with uh, special needs or, or just adults with special needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was telling him, like, I, I never heard of that before, and that, I thought that was pretty pretty interesting. Um, now, for uh, at, at a coaching approach, do you have to take – a vastly different approach uh, going at the, going at it or like do you kind of like keep to your roots a little bit I mean absolutely I mean my roots are like try and connect with the kids because like they don't want to listen to or you won't get the best out of them to someone who's just like barking orders mm-hmm. like nobody absolutely. wants to be yelled at nobody wants to be barked at and especially when you're dealing with people like like today this kid his name was Tony it was his birthday um, happy birthday like, Tony I, yeah happy birthday Tony he wouldn't even look at me for the first 20 minutes. Okay. He would just, like, wander around the gym, talk to himself, like, in his own world. And I had to, like, you know, like, when somebody's, like, walking away from you, and especially if they're, like, special, you can't, like, scream at them. Like, yeah. you have to, like, walk behind them, like, just trying to, like, keep, like trying to connect with them almost. And it's, like, I think that's going to really help me out a lot because it also builds patience. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm with this kid for an hour and a half, and, you know, his attention spans, like, very, very small. Like, yeah. I, I had to, like, almost, like, communicate with him 
like he the whole time he was like acting like he was in like a sword fight and I was like alright samurai like come on let's go shoot some let's go shoot some hoops like trying to just like trying to get his attention and like mm-hmm. let him know like I'm a safe like I'm a safe person cause like with coaching and um like teaching like the one thing I learned is like it always has to be a safe environment you know yeah, yeah. I don't want this kid thinking like oh like and I can be like I had like I just got out of the gym and this is gonna sound corny but I know I can be intimidating like <laughs> I, I know that like when I go in there and I try and talk to these kids like they don't know who I am I'm a dude first of all I know the they they probably connect better with girls anyway yeah yeah you know? like a motherly figure exactly and I'm in there I'm trying to talk to this kid and you know I just had to communicate with him and eventually like it all worked out I got him to shoot a couple of hoops I got him to smile gave him a couple fist bumps and by the end, he was, like, talking to me. And I was like, you know, you did a great job today. You know, I hope awesome. you have a great day. And his uh, sister came up to me. She goes, you did a great job. I mean, usually people just, like, don't try to connect with this kid. And I apparently did a great job, yeah. which I think I did. Yeah, like, I'm taking an autism class right now. And, like, the, the shit I'm learning about is, like, <sighs> like, inside the job of someone who works with people with special needs, it's just very very attention to detail yeah. like you can't have any slip ups because y- like yeah as a teacher you're responsible for like other people's kids and stuff but like absolutely but, but now throw in the fact that uh, these kids can need uh, a little bit more attention yeah, and we'll, we'll just like uh, hit people at, at, at randoms uh, sometimes or or they wa- they wander yeah, and yeah. He, he was a wanderer yeah and you got to um but uh, my teacher was telling me how you know because she works with uh, special needs because she's an adjunct. It's a great class, by the way. Yeah, That's yeah. Um, she uh, she has a couple kids that wander, and you know, like obviously she's like well um, educated in like what you know what they tend to do and stuff. But she's just telling me she's just telling the class how nervous she is um, when she's just getting to feel around like a kid, like see what they're about, and if they wander like. You don't know how f- they they could wander five feet, or they yeah. can wander out of the school, and that's when that's where you gotta be uh, careful. About. Yeah, and that's another thing. Like we were doing like red light, green light. Right? Okay. And that's like green light. I love that game. Yeah, you start like walking. Like today we're doing green light. You dribble the basketball. Yeah. Like jogging, and then obviously red light. You stop. Yeah. This kid would like green light. He wouldn't. He would like just try and like wander off, and like I had to like softly like grab his arm, and like. Tony, we, all right, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to dribble this way, but we're going to go a little fast. We're going to pick up the pace a little bit. Mm-hmm. So we would dribble, he would dribble, and I'd, I'd be holding onto his arm very gently because I don't want to, like, again, intimidate him at all, let him know, like, I'm a bad person or any, anything like that. Yeah, I just yeah. want to let him know, like, I'm a safe dude. Like, you can trust me. So he's dribbling the ball, he's dribbling the ball, and I'd hold onto him the whole time, softly on his arm, and then we hear red light, and I'd, like, almost sort of, like, pull him back. I'm like, all right, we just got to stop, we got to stop. And then eventually, like, he got, like, the rhythm of it, and then, okay. like we were good, but yeah, I mean you gotta be, you gotta be very gentle, like emotionally and physically with these kids for sure. Yeah, they gotta definitely be able to like trust you. Yeah, and for like you to trust them. Absolutely, <coughs> absolutely. But you, uh, you talked about before how you were a dual sport athlete, which at the collegiate level is extremely difficult. Yeah. Um, so and not, not many people do that. So I wanted you to talk about like uh, your experience with that, like. Uh, difficulty in managing not only like because football at least football for us it's like another full-time job so now you got to throw in another sport to that mm-hmm. with, with your t- 
time off. Yeah. It's because you would go from spring ball practice in the morning at 5.30 a.m. to uh, lacrosse workouts to lacrosse practice later in the day to, or, or possibly to a lacrosse game. Yeah. So, like, talk to us about yeah. that. And, and you still have school. You still yeah. work. Yeah. You still yeah. got your yeah. home life, yeah. you know, whatever, whatever you got going on. So, uh, so that was very interesting. So I'm going to start from the very, very beginning. Okay. This is going to be... It's gonna be. Take us for I, a ride. I already know it's gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna be. Rough. Take us for a ride, Rico. So, in high school, I was. <laughs> I hate to boast, but I would say I was. I was good at both sports, football and lacrosse. Yeah, I was fair all. To say. I was all state in both of them. You know, so it was very. But I always loved lacrosse more than football at the time. Like, my and when I was in high school, like ever since I was like a freshman and sophomore, mm-hmm. I played on varsity. In football, I didn't play in varsity until I was a junior. So. Um, Obviously, I fell in love with lacrosse. I love the attention I got from lacrosse, the fact that I was like the only sophomore and freshman playing varsity at the time. And then when I became a senior in lacrosse, I was like the conference player of the year. So, I mean, obviously, I was like, all right, well, you know. But then my junior year, I love football as well because I played with my brother, A, freshman and sophomore year, and I love my brother to death, mm-hmm. my older brother, Rob. And... You know, I just had a great time like playing, and I had internally internal reasons also why I love football, which we'll get into. But my senior year, both of them, senior year fall. Well, first of all, I was two time captain for lacrosse, so obviously I was like kind of set on oh, playing lacrosse and cap yeah. playing lacrosse in college. So I was like, okay, I'm probably gonna do that, but I'm still gonna play football. I actually was on the verge one point of just playing lacrosse in high school. I also did uh, wrestling as well. But I, obviously, I wasn't like a star. Did you try quitting football? Yeah, um, my sophomore year, I was like, I don't even know if I want to play this anymore. Like, I'm not even playing. I got, I'm not really enjoying it at all. So I almost didn't even play football. What, what got you back in? Uh, my brother calling me a bitch. I'll <laughs> <laughs> do it. And my mom, yeah, she was like, it. Ray, like I know you don't quit anything. Like, just stick it through. So I was like, all right, fine. Set you up for life, though. Yeah, and um, wouldn't be here today. Yep, yeah, that's right, dude. It's crazy, and I'll talk about that too. And um, so, senior year football, get a new coach. Uh, great dude, Coach Maslanic. Love the man to death. Um, I've been really blessed to have like great coaches throughout my whole life. Like, I cannot res- resonate with people who say like, "Oh, uh, like I don't like the sports. I've had a bad coach. Like, I've never had a bad coach. Yeah, ever. I can I can say the same. Like in any even sport. in even in like wrestling, yep. which I did for two years. Like my coaches were awesome. Lacrosse coaches were awesome. Mm-hmm. Gary Stoll. Like I talk to all my high school coaches still. Like they're awesome dudes. And so senior year of football, um, new coach. I'm a captain. Get elected captain. Middle linebacker. First time playing linebacker. Mm-hmm. I played the end. Freshman, sophomore, and junior year it was 162 pounds. Actually, it was like 152 pound, like second team all county D end, which was right. kind of crazy because, like, dude, I was skinny. I was just fast, and I would just swim people. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Oh yeah. So in senior year, I'm middle linebacker, start popping off, averaging like 14 tackles a game, 15 tackles a game. Oh, Ended yeah. up ending the season with like leading the state in tackles. Like out of nowhere, I became like a, a beast. <coughs> Like at linebacker, like first year playing linebacker became a beast, led the state in tackles, all county, like all state player. And I was like, damn, like, I guess I was pretty good at football. I maybe should have paid more attention to it because in high school, I did not practice football at all. 
Mm-hmm. Like, besides lifting. It was like a fun sport for you. It, yeah, it was like a fun sport. I did not practice at all. Even though I played it since I was in first grade. Like, I think I've been playing football for, for like, I don't know, 16 years, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't practice at all. Yeah. Like, in lacrosse, I would, like, hit the wall every day, do shots, do drills. And, like, that's why I come my senior year in lacrosse, I had, like, I don't know, I think it was, like, 80-something points, like, conference player of the year. Again, All-State in lacrosse. So mm-hmm. I was, like, kind of set on playing lacrosse in college. Yeah, yeah, So I wanted to be a phys ed teacher, so I was, like, all right, like, I'll, um, I'll, I'll look at some schools around here because I kind of wanted to stay in state, even though I was getting recruited to go play out in, like, California for, like, Club D1 lacrosse. And, like, and like go play for, like, a team that ended up winning a D2 national championship, Tampa. Like, I was getting recruited to play for them, but my mom wouldn't pay for a plane ticket to go for a visit. But I probably wouldn't uh, – probably would have failed out, honestly. I'm not okay. going to lie if I went to Tampa. <laughs> Especially, like, me during freshman year, I was a nut. So um, I, come to, I come to Kane, and – I play lacrosse. I get my position switched because I was a big dude. I came in kind of out of shape. I'm not going to lie. Probably like 210. And like not like a good 210. COVID weight, man. Yeah. Not like a good 210 yet. That COVID wasn't actually here yet. Oh. So I wasn't like a good 210. So I was like, I get switched to defense. And it kind of pissed me off because I was like, bro, like I was a dog in high school. Like why am I playing defense? Mm-hmm. So then I, like my dream was like to be like this great lacrosse player. Like I wanted to like be – I wanted to be a great college lacrosse player. I wanted to be, like, somebody who, like, succeeded at sports in my hometown because, like, nobody really succeeded at sports in my hometown. So I was like, I want to be the first one to do it. I don't want to quit because usually everybody quits, which is kind of, what kind of sucks. But yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. Motivation, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So COVID hits, but I'm not really – I'm going to be honest. I wasn't really enjoying lacrosse like I thought I would, and it killed me not playing football, dude. Like, I didn't miss it. Like, I missed it so much. It, like, it killed me. Like, I was watching highlights every single day of, like, <laughs> linebackers and stuff. And I was like, dude, like, this sucks. Yeah. Like, I wanted to play so badly. Like, I was like, oh, man, did I make a mistake not playing football? But, like, I love lacrosse at the same time, and I still do. It was, like, a very tough decision. And, like, I remember exactly where I was. But, like, I wanted to, like, be different, and I still do. Like, I just want to, like, stand out. So I was like, man, like, I talked to my high school coach. And I was like, Coach, like I think I'm, I think I'm gonna try and play football. And he was like, All right, I'll see what I can do. And I was like, Well, I'm not dead set on it because I know it's gonna be like a life-altering decision. <laughs> this is like the first time I had like a life-altering decision yeah, yeah. ever, really. So I was like, All right, let me let me like sleep on it. And I remember I was working at my buddy Eric at his house, and I was talking to him about it. He's like my best friend. And we were talking about it, and he was like, All right, man, like whatever you want to do, but you know it's gonna be hard. And I was like, Yeah, I know. So I remember exactly where I was. I was on Warwick Turnpike. It was like it was after it was during COVID. It was the it was the fall. It was the summer of COVID. It was right after school. It was like I think it was June fourth or third. Oh wow, that's and, fucking day. Yeah, and I texted my head coach. I was like, Coach, like I'm gonna do it. Like you know, I want to play college football. He's like, All right. He my coach is like. I guess he was close, close with Kreider because I know Kreider coached at Lakeland, okay. which was the rival school to my hometown. And that same day, like driving up, I was on Warwick Turnpike and Coach Kreider texted me. He was like, are you excited to make some TFLs? And I was <laughs> like, hell yeah. And then, no, were you getting looked at already? Oh, yeah. And so, you were just turning them down. Yeah. All right. So yeah, let me back up a little bit. So like 
during the winter of my senior year, I was getting mad. <laughs> I was getting like mad recruit like recruiters coming to my high school to look at me, and I was I was like, blowing them all off. And like, damn. Hopefully, Coach Carter listens to this, and like, <laughs> he'll tell you, dude. Like, he came in and he was like recruiting me, and I totally blew him off. I was like, yeah, like I'm going to play at Canyon and play lacrosse. Like, I'm not trying to play football. <laughs> oh, so you so you always wanted to come to Kane, but but you're just absolutely no football yeah I was I was like already like quote unquote committed to playing lacrosse at Kane so I was like alright like for uh, Mr. Shiner yeah but I mean it was cool to like leave class and go talk to the recruits and listen to what they gotta say I'm not gonna lie and it was like a cool experience so I was like I'll talk to them so like June 3rd or 4th I get this text from Coach G and it's like an awesome read and I'm like Always an awesome read. Yeah, it was like yeah. an awesome read. We, we got some Coach G content yeah. coming your way soon. Oh, yeah. sweet. And then, like, <laughs> I got, like, goosebumps, and I was like, damn, like, I'm really bad to play college football. But the funniest part is, like, I didn't even tell my parents. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell anybody, dude. I kept this a secret. And then, like, one day, like, I was having dinner with my mom because my parents are split. We can like, get in that, too. And I was like, you know, they're trying to play college football, and she, like, laughs. She was like. What are you talking about? Like you're already playing lacrosse, and I was like, "Yeah, but you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play both." And then she was like, "Okay," but then Mr. COVID came around, Mr. and COVID. I think it was in like August, and I was in California visiting my brother, and we had a morning Zoom meeting. I think you guys would probably remember this. We had a morning Zoom meeting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was the morning for me in California. Yeah, it was like August something, and like he was like, "Listen, guys, like." Our season's canceled, but we're gonna have. Yeah, time. dude, I was I was in my bed, bro. I yeah, 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 that was I brutal, that dude. Shit. I was like, dude, are you kidding? Like, I, I, like at this point now, like it's it's been two years since I haven't played football, and I'm like, dude, like, are we serious right now? Like, now I gotta wait like another year to play. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I'm like, dude, like, come on. So then, like the spring comes around, and I talked to my lacrosse coach, and he was like, you know. You, since COVID's happening, you can't do both this year because football's in the spring. So I was like, all right, like I, I'm gonna play football instead of lacrosse because you know I'd rather I'd rather play football. I I told him actually I'm gonna try and do we me and him came to agreement that since the football spring ended in like late March, the lacrosse yeah. season would still go on. So I told him like I'll come to practices. I don't even have to play because that's the player I am. I was like, I don't even have to play. Like, I'll just come to practices just to be around the boys because I love the lacrosse boys so much, dude. dude. I live with, like, a couple of guys, Badger, Nooch, Max, Colby. Shout out. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Shout out all my boys, dude, that I live with and all the lacrosse guys, you know. Even though I haven't played, like, a lot, like, they're, they still treat me like brothers. And, like, I have mad respect for them and the culture they have over there. Like, I'll never hate on the lacrosse team ever. Mm. I won't even let slander happen from, like – I yeah, love that. I love that. Slandering on the football team and the football team slandering on the cross team. Like, I, won't, I won't allow that. At least in my presence. Like, it's, it's interesting. Like playing, so it's like playing both sides. It like, is. If, like, like if there's ever hate yeah. towards both sides, like it must put you in a hard spot, though. Yeah. So that season, actually, um, that spring, I was like, all right, you know. Well, first of all, fall workouts, sophomore year. Did, well, did you get? Football. Did you get? Uh, you got turned down from the ability to play uh, for the rest of the I'm spring. Gonna, I'm gonna get into that. So, spring <laughs> workouts comes along, and I'm like, damn, like, I still had my endurance and like speed from lacrosse, mm-hmm. and I think that helped me out a lot. I'm not gonna lie, against my competition, but I was looking at these dudes and like. I was like, damn, like I'm small as hell. <laughs> I'm about to play linebacker, like 180 pounds. And this was the the, the fall workouts of that. that yeah, yeah. Day. This was like the fall I workouts. Remember, I and remember this is, you. You were fucking 
killing it. Yeah, I mean, I was like doing good in the speed, and like yeah. I had like some strength, like lower body, but like not as much as I have now. And then like the spring comes around, and me and Coach Shiner talked about um, like I'm gonna come in after football ends. Uh-huh. So we go into the spring football season, and I'm, like, ecstatic, man. Oh, I yeah. love every second of it. Like, I, I just knew, like, this is where I need to be. Mm-hmm. You know, back playing football, early in the morning, grinding out on the snow, on the ice. Oh, and, I, and I'm not even, like, at this time, like, my expectations were I'm going to be, like, like, a support player for both. Like, I probably, like, at this time, I'm thinking, all right, I'm probably not going to start for lacrosse. I'm probably not going to start for football, but at least I'll be able to tell my kids I played two sports. Hell yeah. Fuck so me. I was like, you know, that, at least that's going to be cool. And it was cool, you know. But then <clears throat> I start, like, making plays in football. And I'm, like, kind of back to, my, like, my old self, but I'm, like, playing outside linebacker, so I'm not in the middle. But, I mean, I start making plays. And I'm like, damn, I actually, like, I can, I, I can kind of play. So I'm like, all right. I never thought I was, like, good or, like, the best. Like at anything at college ever, and then spring football gets canceled because we had like forty dudes. I kind of did. I did pretty well. I had like two TFLs in the game my freshman year football yeah, season, yeah, which yeah, was I like remember. my sophomore year yeah. of of college. And Coach Shiner texted me and was like, "Since COVID happened, like they're not going to let you join." And like, I can tell you guys a couple of stuff off the air because I can't tell you it on the air. Mm-hmm. But um, that kind of really upset me, I'm not going to lie, because I was like, dude, I want to be a two-sport athlete. But now I'm just a football player, but all right, whatever. I mean, it was awesome being a football player, but I really wanted to be a two-sport athlete. And I think both my coaches know that, yeah. Coach Shiner and Coach uh, Garrett. And was it hard? team. Was it hard to hear that <laughs> at first? Absolutely, dude. Absolutely, because that was like a dream, like coming true, but got cut short. And then... They ended up winning the championship and getting a ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. ECACs. Uh, no. Oh, no. The conference. It's a CAC. I know they're just similar. It's well, they have a different conference than we have. Yeah, yeah. Like no different, like saying closely. Yeah. Whatever you know. So, and then they ended up winning the chip, and I was so happy for them. But I was like, damn, like I could have got a ring, but you know, it's whatever. I wasn't really too upset because I, you know, I didn't play. So yeah. Why the hell would I get a ring? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then, fall comes around, football. Ended up winning the starting job, which was cool. I was like, wow, I can't believe I'm a starter for the football team now. Mm-hmm. You know, just looking back at it is like crazy. And then, I had a pretty good season. In, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I was like top five in the conference in tackle, something like that. Mm-hmm. I, was I remember like, we, I was like we a, talked about. I was that. like a quote unquote like freshman again. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up playing lacrosse that next spring, and dude, like it was crazy. Like I didn't drink <coughs> at all the entire semester, like zero. Like I drank like before going to college, and like after the semester because. I had football on Sundays, lacrosse game on Saturdays. So after the lacrosse game, like the team would go out and celebrate their win. I'd be in bed by like 10 a.m. <laughs> I'd be like, I, 10, got, yeah, I, yeah. Got, I got football at 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. And then like some days we'd wake up at like 5 for football, go to practice. And then like I'd go to class, do a workout for lacrosse, and then go play in a game, yeah. a lacrosse game. 
and do like kind of well and like i'd be like dude i just had football practice at 5 a.m yeah i'd be going like two practices a day yeah you know it was it was rough but i mean i loved every second of it oh, yeah. you know, i wouldn't i wouldn't trade it for anything because like not a lot of people would do that shit either dude not it wasn't easy but i just I remember seeing it. you right like you were always on top on top of your shit like yeah. you, you you acted yeah. like you acted like you like were fresh all the time you were Never complained, up, up and at him. Yeah, I mean that's kind of who I am. That's dude. why. I that's why I hate when people complain about coming to practice or, dude, like you have a privilege to play football here. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, you you have more than many other people have at this school, and not even at this school, in, in the in the country, in the world. Yeah. Why are you complaining about coming to practice? If you're complaining, just stop stop playing. Cause even like, that's not the culture. Even that on that here. topic, like I know Joe can contest to this because he only played two games, like. It really bugs me because, like, these, these kids have no idea how lucky they are. Yeah. To mm-hmm. be even playing, A, playing college football. B, being s- surrounded by awesome dudes, awesome coaches who yeah. you probably can't find anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And C, you're healthy out there. Yeah. Like, I, you it, can be, like, me and Joe were, mm-hmm. at least me after game five, Joe after game what, one? Yeah. You know, yeah. one game? Yeah. Not, and, I didn't finish. I didn't even, I got half. Like, yeah. Again. You got half a game. Yeah. And you can be sitting on the sideline watching. Your friends watching, like them live out your dream of yeah. playing college football. Yeah, and and I was fortunate because I, I, I was injured the first yeah. game of the season. I didn't play, yeah. so like I was fortunate to be able to come back and like I never let any. I was there every day, mm-hmm. wanting to be there. Yeah. If I, if Denise told me, our trainer told me that I, I couldn't practice, like people thought that that was a day off for me. I'm taking a rest. Like no, I'm fucking, I'm getting mental reps because I I, I want to be ready for Sunday or Saturday. Absolutely. I'm just looking at. Uh, what when this was so august 16th i think that's like the fifth day in camp uh-huh. i tore like my labrum and my shoulder yeah so i was like dealing with like a sh- big shoulder injury i, like, I remember you you always got your shoulder wrapped and yeah, yeah. I, like i had like a big shoulder injury but like i wouldn't miss anything for anything no because i i just love to be there and like even now like i look back at it I'm like man like it's a tough first of all it's a tough sport like football like yeah. people say oh like d3 like first of all dude like we're going I'm going up against dudes like you like every play I gotta take you guys on and like you guys are fucking massive yeah like <laughs> let's not let's not get that confused like I'm going against you I'm I'm like physical every play and like some people like complain like oh like this hurts this hurts like dude you gotta push through it cause like your team's counting on you we got some fucking dogs in D3 yeah. think about it like a lot of there's a lot of fucking players that are good as shit to, to go play in those D1 schools 100%. they just don't really have the grades 100% look at KT dude KT he wasn't really big coming into like Kane. Like he's leaving an All American, about to get go yeah. play in the NFL. Same thing with yeah. Jay Carlock. Yeah. Like, there's Dante Capizzoli. Like, Dude, yeah, some great players. So many fucking like guys that can play at the like next level. Dante and and KT both played in that that bowl game with all the D1 players and showed out. Yeah. Like crazy. Like yeah, they're going against the top talent and showing out. It just yeah. shows you like th- there's not that much of a gap Mm-mm. in talent. Between the two levels, I think I think the biggest thing that separates us is we don't get scholarship. So yeah. that means we got to work play, for everything we have. That that means to play. Like you have to absolutely love the fucking sport you're doing. Like and, and love your uh, just love your craft. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And like back to what I was saying, like um, just being happy to be there. Like you know, I fucking I'm not gonna lie, dude. I hated staying on the sideline when I got my injury mm-hmm. and we can talk about my injury in a little bit but like yeah. dude like it was 
it was brutal the first couple of days. But then I was like, all right, like you can't change it. Mm. And like Coach G always says, like if you can't change it, you gotta fucking, you gotta fucking figure it out. Hell yeah. So I was like, I'm gonna figure this out, and I became. I think that what made me, like that's why I wouldn't like say I wouldn't change. Even though it sucks, because I was having such a good year. Mm-hmm. Like I probably, and I, I'm probably gonna resonate more with this like after this season, because I'm probably gonna surprise myself like I always do. Um, I wouldn't change it because I think that made me a better teammate. Mm-hmm. Just because like I got another perspective of the game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Hell you yeah. know, not absolutely like showing up to practice and not practicing. practicing? Yeah, gives you a different perspective. It gives you a different perspective on drills. Gives you a different perspective on effort, like everything. Yeah. So I really, I really like. You know, I could help out dudes more, and like I gave them tips because like I was the starter. Like, well, like why wouldn't you listen to a starter first of all? Yeah. Like clearly he earned that spot, which I did, mm-hmm. which took hard work and a lot of studying, which yeah. we can also get into. So I mean, you got like, a lot it to just get into. it just gives you like it just gave you perspective. Like you you can't really explain it. Like I think the coaches. Like, if they ever listen to this, they'll know what I mean. Oh, they, they will listen to this. Coach, Coach G's a frequent listener. Yeah? Hell yeah, he we, is. He's the man. He's the man. <laughs> I love that man. <laughs> Dude, he's changed a lot of people's lives. And yeah. Like, not a lot I'm of people, one of those people. Not a lot of people higher up in this in this athletic department, in this university can, can really see that. Yeah. I mean, a few can, but not, not, not a lot of them can. Yeah, I'm one of those people for and, sure. And you can talk to 100 guys that are on the football team. And the thousands of guys that he has coached yep. for 17 years, thousands of guys that he's coached for 17 years, and they can all tell you that he has made some sort of positive impact on them. Yeah. Whether if they quit, if they transferred, if they, you know, left, that he's made some sort of positive impact. Well, at least one. Whether wh- at whether least if one. they realized it then or they're realizing it now, he's done it. Absolutely. 100%. I, one week being around that guy, I was like, holy shit, I'm, I'm, I'm tougher. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Dude. Absolutely. Like, he, you can, like, people think, like, oh, college football coach, like, it's scary and stuff. Dude, you can go in there and you can sit down with him and talk to him just like we're talking right now yeah. about anything. Probably about life and he'll change life. it. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. I've come to him uh, for advice on multiple occasions. Hell, yeah. Me, too. Even just – I'll just go to him just to talk. talk Coach Kreider as well, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, Kreider. I know you guys probably don't talk to Kreider as much as no, me. No, hell no. I, I talk to Kreider a lot. Yeah. Me and Kreider sat and talked about fishing for about two hours one day. <laughs> Don got mad at me because I was working. Yeah, he's the boy. Galante, too. They're all – like that coaching staff, dude, you couldn't get – You can't a get better a better group staff. of guys in the same coaching staff. Yeah. Oh. And, and that's only those three. That's the full-time coaches. Yeah. Then you got Coach AJ Roquet. Coach Riley is the man, too. Riley. The linebacker coach. Yeah. Milden, KD. Like, those guys are yeah. dudes. Coach yeah. Bick. Goodman. Coach here, Goodman. Yeah. Like, you could just sit there and you could have just great conversations. You that's have, right. You know. Even, like, old coaches. Like, I've never – there there was a coach. I forget his name. But he coached here and he was here in, in, in the summer and, like, helping out with the defense. And, like, I've never coached by him, but he – looked at me like I was one of his players and he treated me like I was one of his players and he was like it was just like an easy like bonding time yeah. like I was able to have a conversation with him so like it's just like that culture we have here yeah. man and they're real too they're Hell real yeah. and they won't lie to you and dude they'll tell you straight up like what you need to work on yeah like, I remember my exit meeting with um, Coach Kreider and Coach G and Kreider was like listen man like after my first year it was like you know, you, you missed a couple of tackles, and, like, you weren't really an exceptional tackler. And I was like, I, I took that to heart, dude. Like, Hell, yeah. Like, that's who I am, like a tackler. And, like, this year, dude, I can probably count on, like, 
I don't even know if it reaches three. Like, I don't think I had more than two or three missed tackles through five yeah. games. Hell yeah. Because you take that shit and you work. Yeah, dude. Whereas I, other people, maybe not necessarily in our program or maybe in our program, but like anywhere else, like they, t- they can't take criticism. Yeah. And I think I, I, love, I love criticism. Yeah. Like shit. And you got to be able to take it too, dude. Critique me as much as you can because like that makes me better at the end of the day and then, like that makes the other guys in the room when you're critiquing me better because they're like oh shit i don't want to do that i don't want to get called out so like it's like i love like film work with the coaches yeah getting just getting critiqued, getting called out yeah like nobody likes that i don't i mean you don't like you don't have to like it but like it makes you fucking better at the end it of does. the day does. but i think i think it's time to go into our uh Tug talk segment. Tug talk. All right. Tug talk. <laughs> All right. So uh, during the week, usually leading up to like whenever our next episode is, we put on our Instagrams on the Bosch and Joe's podcast Instagram um, questions. And these are all viewer questions. Yeah, yeah let's go. So uh, shout out to viewers. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're listening to this, um, go and check the uh, Bosch and Joe's Instagram. See if there's any questions up there and go ask so be featured on the next podcast and get a shout out. Um, th- the Instagram is boatsandjoes.official. Um, so let's, let's dive in. First of all, let me say something real quick. These dudes have like a whole podcast set up. <laughs> like it looks like, I'm in, uh, it looks like I'm in like a recording studio. <laughs> like I don't even know what half this stuff is, but it's legit. Like they have mics, they have headphones. I think Joe said he spent like eight hundred dollars on like two thousand dollars worth of shit like yeah, yeah. you know they put a lot of time into this and i give like mad respect for that because this is something they want to do and this is something they like put their like all into clearly because they have like a legit setup and like shout out you guys because not a lot of people like take that leap of an idea they have yeah. appreciate I mean, you right i've had we, we've had a lot of doubters saying like yo this shit's not gonna get big you're not gonna get a lot of viewers and screw that i also i also got the other people saying like stick with it it's gonna fucking blow up yeah I told dude Joe absolutely the other day, that we are going to be a household name. <laughs> Good. We Why will be a not? household name. Why not, dude? We are going to... Next Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> Alex Lieberman, dude. Shout out to him and Joe Rogan. Listen to both those guys every night. We will have Jocko Willick on the podcast. That That'd be point. insane, dude. dude. <laughs> You're on his podcast, Black and White. You see his intro, dude. Oh, I shit my pants. <laughs> All right, so let's dive in. First question. Let's see. Uh, Dawn. Dawn, Dawn, Dawn. What a lady. Shout out to She is a best. great lady. She does so much hard work. She doesn't get enough respect. Oh, yeah. All right, so. You hear that, Don? We vouch for you. When you were in kindergarten, what did you want to be when you grew up? Oof. This is from Don. Oh, race car driver. 1,000%. I, I think I always wanted to be a firefighter. I still do want to be a firefighter. My dad is a firefighter. My yeah, brother. Yeah, Rightfully so. So, like, I was always around that shit. So, hell yeah, firefighter. Let's go. Uh, no, dude. I can't even remember, like. Anything from elementary school. I'm going to go with, like, I always wanted to be, like, a pro athlete, so I'm going to say pro athlete. Hell, yeah. Okay. You oh, that's be. cool. That's cool. All right, so next one, uh, we're going to go. Um, Race car drivers are pro athletes. Yeah. We're going to go. So are chess players. <laughs> we're going to go. My brother, Ronnie. What sport is the most boring? Oh, shit. Um, that's a tough one. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I mean, a lot of people will say baseball because you're just in and there Oof. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I won 1,000% no. baseball. <laughs> yeah. So, so you love baseball? Um, I was actually really good at baseball before playing lacrosse, but, like, dude, I cannot. 
with baseball. Dude. So there's, I think there's two sides dude, of the spectrum. Dude, I'm there for like four hours, and it's like you're so, just standing there. So what's more boring to watch, and what's more boring to play? So Ooh. I guess we'll answer both. To watch, a lot of people will say baseball. Yeah, I'm gonna say their ratings have gone uh, down. MLB, it's like, just not electric. I don't no. care what anybody says. No, you get like one home run a game. That's like one electric moment. Like, yeah, well, but like if you're, you probably have never been around for those big games, like those walk yeah. off, those close I games for I the haven't. and walk off. Anybody hates on me, like I haven't watched baseball enough at all to say like anything yeah. credible. Like, don't even believe anything I'm saying. It's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what, uh, all good. Shit. We, well, oh, yeah, that's what, that's what the podcast for. Yeah. Um, um, for me, I, I, I would say golf. Golf. Hey wow. now, I, I, I love, I, I'm a big I, golfer. Why did you say? <laughs> yeah, I, I love playing golf. I, I mean, I'm just not interested. So personally, I've I've only played what four sports. Uh, I mean, I've I've like played many more. I sports. I love golf, but like the ones I've played on a team, I think baseball is the most boring out of the ones I've played. I've played football, baseball, wrestling. I'm uh, gonna go. Baseball is the most boring to play too, because like, dude, you can get no action the whole entire game. Yeah, like you can be like a right fielder. Dude, and you I can just sit now, there. Now, like, think about if you're bad at it. Like, yeah. I, I never saw the fucking like, field. Like, dude, when I was younger, I, I never saw the field. But, 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 like, I was bad at I wasn't... I was, like, close to the... I, de- I know I definitely wasn't the worst out there. Yeah. But I was not good. And I was happy to be out there. Like, I love the baseball... Like, you know, like, how lacrosse guys talk or whatever? Yeah. And, like, <laughs> like baseball guys got to talk. And I, yeah. love, I love to be... Dude, I was just happy to be in the dugout, bro. Dude, like, yeah. I, was I was out there. It was a great time. I had, like, major ADHD. Yeah. I was, like, a little ass kid. <laughs> Picking the sunflowers. Like, dude, dude. <laughs> coach would be pitching the ball. I'd be out there, like, looking at the butterflies and bugs and, like, grass, <laughs> dude. Ball would be coming my way. And, like, I was really athletic when I was younger, yeah. so I'd, like, run over to it, catch it and just like throw it into home play dude i couldn't care i could care less so <laughs> so here our, our collective answer is going to be baseball, baseball. so yeah. uh sorry i'll take uh, i'll take that if you guys have if you guys have the uh your own opinion uh dm us or, or yeah feel or free to us. feel free to let us know that we're fucking idiots yeah <laughs> yeah we are we, we take criticism <laughs> well you, you just heard it so all right so we're gonna save two really really good questions by a special man for the end but all right. Oh boy! Um, all right, this is actually a pretty damn good one too, Naya. Um, you, you guys know Naya from uh, episode two. Yeah, episode two. Um, has a stranger ever changed your life? And I thought about this one a lot, even when I was writing it down in our uh, little note thing. Um, I thought about this one a lot, and like, I mean, yeah, because like, Coach G was a stranger to me at some point. Yeah, everyone, everyone that we meet, Ray, we were strangers, bro. Hell yeah! All, all, all it takes is, hey, I'm Joey. Hey, I'm Ray. Nice to meet. You. Now we're not strangers anymore. Yeah, yeah. I you think guys, you guys watch Forrest Gump. Now yeah. we're not strangers no more. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think the context of this question is more of like, like a stranger saying like one sentence to you. Like yeah. Stuck with you. Yeah. So I guess in that context, like I, I, I haven't had any. That you remember? Really Changed my life that I remember. How about you, Joe? Yeah, if we're going off of that point, uh, off the top of my head, I can't say a stranger has changed my life, but um, there has been one time where someone random that I didn't know, like, maybe gave me a piece of advice, like, a quick li- a quick little thing, like, uh, yeah. hey man, don't give up, you got this. Yeah, Just some, or something simple, like, like, that, like sure. hey, yeah, I, I do got this. Like, yeah. Thank, yeah. thank you for that. How about Absolutely. you, Ray? Absolutely, same thing yeah, with Same thing. All right. So uh, we got another one, a good one from Naya. I'm gonna use both of them. 
What lesson took you the longest to unlearn? <sighs> to unlearn. So I guess, bad lesson? What bad lesson took you the longest to unlearn? <sighs> to unlearn. I would say the world's not a fair place, man. So like, saying it was fair and it becoming a not fair or yeah, vice I mean, versa? Like, when I was little, everything was good and cool. And then as I got older, it was like not good and cool. I would say, yeah. like, when you're younger, you think this world's like not perfect. so cash money, and like life's like easy, and then all of a sudden it's like, what, what, what is this? Hell yeah! I didn't sign up for this. Get me out of this game. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm right with you on that one. Uh, you can't like cruise through life, dude. Yeah, I mean, oh. I guess I could say like, unless for, you know, like, for me, like, Bitcoin. like getting out of that phase in high school that like. Everything's just gonna come easy. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and I mean, I had my brothers, my parents, coaches, yeah. like you said, great coaches, uh, on my side. That like, <laughs> dude, you gotta work hard for shit that you want. Like, we, if if we if Joe didn't work hard for this, work hard, like we wouldn't have any of this podcast equipment. Like, you gotta work hard to make money to get this shit. I agree. Um, we had to work hard to get here to even fucking meet you. Yeah. To, you know, get 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 a roster spot on this team. That's right. Dude, just, yeah, I guess learning that I have to work hard and nothing comes easy. Joe? The hardest lesson I had to, or the most important lesson I had to unlearn was that. It's a very good question, by the way. People, it is. people can you, change. Like, pe- like, I originally thought people couldn't change. Like, oh, yeah, you're the way you are and you're always going to be like that. But that's just. Not the case. We're we're changing every day. I agree, hundred percent. And yeah, man. Uh, and I and I thought that way for a while, and I guess I was just the fixed mindset in me. It was just I couldn't understand why people, some people, would do the things that they do, and I guess I made I made them in my mind by their actions mm-hmm. and not by maybe who they were. Uh, yep. And you know I I'm not saying and I'm not saying like I'm like perfect when it comes to this scenario but like I'm getting better every day when it when I think it comes to this. I uh you know I I've done a lot of I guess uh self-changing myself for the past couple months and I get like I can just tell you like anyone can make a difference it just takes one fucking instant and it's gotta it's gotta like it has to do things for you well well I'm going off a little like yeah, gotta, gotta do gotta do what's <laughs> gotta do what's best uh, for you yes yeah. not a lot of people do that that's yeah. right alright so alright so we had, we had a lot of people Thank ask, you, ask questions and uh I'm not gonna use all of them but there is always next week and and the week after and it, or the episode after next episode. Um, Skyler, if you're listening, uh, I'm not using your question. That's <laughs> damn. <laughs> That's not. Uh, I see what it says. Yeah, yeah. Here you go. It's. You, I might as well just off. read it now. I mean, anyway. not, people really aren't gonna understand it. If like, you you see it. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Skylar, ask us a legit question, man. Like, 
Actually, <laughs> actually, yeah. I have something to say to Skylar because she, she said my hair routine sucks. And uh, oof, I um, you have great hair, by the way. Oh, thanks, man. I, she didn't think so. So <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say sorry for that. And yeah. So um, thanks. all right. So final two questions here, coming from the man himself, Coach Garrett. Um, we got Cozy to slide up, bro. Hell Legend yeah. Coach. Legend. Where and how would you hide an elephant if someone gave it to you, but you could not let anyone know you had it? <laughs> Dude, that's a crazy one. <laughs> that's a- what would I do if I had an elephant, but I couldn't let anybody know I had it? Yeah, yeah like, where I- would you hide it? Oh, my God. Like, I got, I got nowhere to hide it, dude. <laughs> I guess I would have to put it in my fucking backyard. Do we have to keep it alive? Yeah. Hey, yo. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, in your back, you, you fucking think about, think about your house, Matt. So, like, obviously, this is gonna, how long do you think it, it's gonna go before anyone sees an elephant in your backyard? Obviously, this is an unrealistic scenario. So, I would say I'd have a boat. I'd make a. I'd have a big boat, big cage on that boat. And just Damn. sail that motherfucker out in the ocean. And hopefully no pilot comes around and is like, yo, where's the mushrooms? What's going on? <laughs> Dude, I mean, if you're going... Nobody's going to find an elephant out in the ocean, and if they do, they're going to think they're dreaming. <laughs> I mean... Dude, you got to buy, like, a warehouse or something. Yeah, I was thinking warehouse, but... you got to get like, a warehouse. Uh, I'll just buy, like, a... Like five acres of land, or you can just, just like, like let, let them roam. You like put it in a dog cage. This one's a, another really good one from from the man himself, Coach G. God. Would you rather have a job that pays very little that you love, or a job that pays great but job very little that I love? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys are both going to be teachers, so you, you already you already <laughs> made that choice. Yeah, and coaching. But, but, um, I, I agree. Listen, you only got one life. Might as well lo- love what you do. Lo- oh, love yeah. love the life you live. Shit. Make it count. Money don't buy happiness. Yep. All uh, right. That, that's that's uh, the last question. Question's like, <laughs> I mean, that statement right there is like iffy because like. Dude, Coach G's going to be listening to this. So yeah, I know. Tell, I know. Tell me your thoughts, People man. say money doesn't buy happiness, but people who say that usually have never ridden on a jet ski because jet, <laughs> <laughs> jet skis are so much fun. Uh, yeah, money no, doesn't buy happiness. It, it, but does, it does could, not, but, like, dude, you could be very happy with a lot of money. Well, yeah. to an extent, like, do you not have money to put your family put family food on the table? Yeah, yeah I mean... There, yeah, there's a, there's extents to that, but we'll, we'll get into that on, at another time. But I, that was the last question for today, but I do want to say, I hopped in the elevator today. Okay. And these two guys, the door's about to close, and they pressed the button, and they hopped in. And they were having a, an, a, an, uh, like, they were having a conversation, and they looked at me and Leah, and they said, listen, we're having a conversation right now. If you had $10 million... What's the first thing you would do? This is a real story. Like I today, I they walked in the elevator and they asked me this, and I, I looked and I was like, "Shit!" They must have known we were first thing I would do. I, I, I my, my get exact, a brand new me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's a good one. But uh, my exact answer was paying off my student loans. Ten million dollars. I, I, I would pay off my student loans. 
Oh, first, oh, first thing. First no, thing I would do is after it doesn't matter. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> me and Leah, ten million. Like, yeah, me and Leah both went into like what we would do, and I said, first thing I'm doing, I'm paying off my student loans, and I'm then I'm paying off my my parents' mortgage. Yep. Then same. I'm, then, same I'm par- and then I'm paying off all my my siblings' debt. Yep. Yep. And, and like immediate family. Same thing. And then I'm gonna buy a car. You're 100 percent right. I'm, bu- I'm buying <laughs> a Volkswagen bus. That's buying, what I'm doing. Timeshare, uh, timeshare uh, time in the Bahamas. And, and we w- we went through the numbers, and like all the shit, you're not even spending a million dollars. Yeah, you still have nine. And then I, I said, would, when I'm done with all of that, I'm buying an apartment complex, and I'm having like fucking just straight income. I would like to say I'd be going back ever again. In the football locker room, would be dripped out. We would have hell <laughs> 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 yeah, jerseys and helmets. Like we were in the best locker room, it looked like Alabama out there. Fuck yeah, the wood lockers. Uh yeah. Hell yeah, whatever you guys want. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. awesome. they'll they'll probably. That's a great question. That is a good question. They'll probably. So, pull Joe, tell me about your injury. <clears throat> well, it fucking sucked. Um, Hell yeah, dude. Oh yeah, hold on. Before you go, that's it for tug about uh, tug talk. Yeah. For uh, this week, so. Answer more questions for uh, next episode. Do you guys mind if I take a quick? No, no, uh, go ahead, dude. Take your time. Oh yeah, me, me and Joe got this quick, for right now. Quick pause. Hell yeah. <laughs> so Matthew, all right, Ray had a cup of coffee before he got here, so please all excuse right. him. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Joe, uh, <laughs> dude, this is the first time me and you have been solely on the podcast alone with no other guest. No, I know, Tracy, this is no so weird because it's like we <laughs> it's, we live together. Yeah, like, this seems weird. I, I, have, I have something to tell the viewers. Like I, I never like. Dap Joe up. I never like give him a handshake. Yeah, bump. like it's just weird. Um, <laughs> but like, but except for uh, except for um, game time. But then then we like I think I think we like have a little like uh, yeah. Like, uh, we save it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it right? means more. Yeah, yeah, because like it's like a subconscious thing. Like we know we we're on each other. We got each other's back. Like we're rooting for each other. So that means like so like. Yeah, that's that's what every fist bump that yeah. <laughs> every like shoulder pad fucking yeah, yeah. shake. All right, Raymond's back. That was a quick one. Yeah, I did go to the bathroom before the podcast started. If anything, yeah, it's all good. Listen, you're hydrated. That's right. That's all that matters. Right, so we, right. Ray walked into our room earlier, and he, sorry, he saw two books on our desk. He saw "Can't Hurt Me" by David Goggins. He's a goat. And he saw "Extreme Ownership" by Jocko Willing. That's right. And he was like, dude, great fucking book choices, and he was like, I, he was like, don't tell me, don't tell me about extreme ownership. I'm not, I'm not all the way through it yet. And I'm like, dude, don't worry, I'm not either. <laughs> but like, you have a brother in the military, right? Correct. So do I. But like, it, what, what, uh, what branch is he in? He's in the Marines. Okay, so he's like, has he been deployed and everything? Okay, he's yeah, my brother's been in Japan for, I'm gonna say two, three years. Been in California ever since. Uh-huh. 2018. Yeah, so, so my brother's yeah. trying to get deployed right now. He's in the National Army National Guard. So he's he wants to get deployed. And I think the last time I talked to him, there he's he's either going to get deployed to Poland or Africa or some shit. Yeah. But that's that's a little bit of ways away. But, like, your brother's, like, pretty legit. He's been deployed. Like Yeah, I mean, he's, like, high-ranking officer. I think he's, like, oh, yeah. a sergeant. Yeah. Um, he'll probably listen to this. Rob, I'm sorry if you're not a sergeant. I know you're up there. <laughs> but, um, dude, I look up to him like a motherfucker. Hell yeah. I'm going to be honest. And, like, dude. we weren't always close, but, like, situations in my life brought us close. And, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. he's as tough as me, tougher yeah. than me. You know, I was very happy when I became better at sports than him, but. 
he's a tough motherfucker, dude. dude that's how it is with the brothers. Now, um, give him a lot of credit for what he does. Yeah. Now back to uh, Jocko, uh, Jocko's book or whatever. Um, now, during our early morning workouts, uh, me and Ray, uh, and we work out in the gym on Tuesdays and Thursday mornings very early, and uh, me and Ray cannot participate because of our injuries, so we are working out up top on the indoor track. Now, we always warm up in the morning, going around the track, you know, before we uh, do whatever workout we got to do. They, they fucking get after it. While we're, we're down there getting after it, they're getting fucking after it. They're not wasting any time. That's right. You know, get, but, you know, um, getting, they're still getting better than anybody. But um, me, me and Ray are uh, walking around one morning, and, um, you know, we're talking about, because uh, I'm talking about I Can't, uh, Can't Hurt Me, and uh, by David Coggins, and he's talking about Jocko's book. And uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, we're Matt's reading that right now, and, and uh, we're talking about it. And what Ray was saying uh, was, I guess, really a, uh, resonating with me he was talking about leadership and what we should be doing for our team Mm -hmm. and it was along the lines of we're way too harsh on on each other we we got to we we uh we lead by putting guys down and that's not how we should go after we should go after it by bringing each other up Mm -hmm. and and uh nobody's gonna follow you into battle if you're mean to them no not at all, and yeah. and that's something he talks about in the book. Yeah, like, absolutely. There's a lot of points that he's talked about in the book that I'm like, he, oh, shit. like him, maybe I'm the fucking reason why. David <laughs> Coggins, my older brother, my parents, Coach G, Coach Kreider, Coach Galante, Miss Denise Wujak. Shout out her; she's the best athletic she is trainer the best. around. We, we we have helped me so much mm-hmm. through my ACL and my fucking injury. Because, dude, I'm gonna be honest, like tearing. Five ligaments in your knee, you know, getting cut short of a great season, which I was having, letting your team down, which it felt like I was, was not easy on me mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about my injury if you guys want to. Uh, if you guys want, I can go into it now. Go Dude. ahead. Yeah. So, Speak uh, your mind. We were, we were on the, the, you know, the topic of, like, leadership and everything, but, yeah. like, I mean, tie I, it back in, man. Yeah, we can tie, tie that back, back in. in, absolutely. Hell, yeah. So, take it. October 1st, 2022, homecoming, packed crowd, last play of the game. I got hit from the side, did a flip in midair. My leg also hit another player as I was doing a flip. Landed on the ground, blacked out when I was in the air, but I saw it happen like when I watched the film. I didn't, I didn't see it happen at all. Um, my leg was like numb. And I was, like, in so much pain. I wasn't crying, but I was in a lot of pain. I was, like, rolling on the ground, and I watched the video every day. Let's see how fast I can pull it up. <laughs> I watched this video every day. And I look at this video, and it motivates me more than anything can motivate me ever. Yeah. Because I just look at that, and I'm like, wow. All that hard work I put in was gone in a matter of seconds. I can't get it back. So... I get carved off the field. I know something's wrong. I know I'm busted up. I'm like, all right, like, this sucks, whatever. And then I wasn't crying. And then Denise did the ACL um, test on me. And it's like, you move this leg, and it's not supposed to move. The bottom half of your leg, and it moved. She was like, Ray, like, you know, you, you probably tore your ACL. 
and I don't know what else. And I was like, oh my God. And at that point, I just started bawling my eyes out. I was so embarrassed. Yep. It happened in front of my, all my friends, home crowd. I felt like I led the team down because it was a touchdown. Even though I should have called a timeout because we weren't running the right play with the right personnel in. And I knew that. And I was like to Aaron, I'm like, dude, we're not supposed to be running this play. You're blitzing. There's going to be nobody in the middle. Like We can't run this play. And he was like, fuck it, dude. Like, whatever. And I was like, dude, I should call a timeout. But it was all so quick. Dude was about to snap the ball. And I was like, fuck, got to just do it anyway. Like, fuck it. You know, just got to run. Yeah. We just got to roll with it, dude. And then ended up tearing my ACL. And I was like, I look back at that now. I'm like, dude, I'm such a fucking idiot for not calling the timeout. It's all, man. It's all good, man. You yeah. said before, like, you would never take any. So take it back. She tells me I tore my ACL. My whole, my family's there. My girlfriend. And I'm like, dude, like, I just start crying on the spot because, like, I'm like, dude, season's over. Like, you know, I can't play, even though I want to. I, she wouldn't let me. Season's over. I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna <laughs> suck. And like, both, I have two roommates who've went through this multiple times. Like, my uh, roommate Max, who I've lived with since freshman year, shout out Max Stevens. You know, I he doesn't deserve enough credit, and neither does Colby Carlson, who had to cut his career short because he tore his, both of his ACLs multiple times. He, I think he's had like eight or nine knee surgeries. Eight or nine knee surgeries. Yeah, it's fucking nuts, dude. By the way, he was 22 years old. I was going to say by the age of like 22, yeah. Yeah, it's absurd. So I'm like, oh my God, like this is brutal. I'm crying. I get into the locker room. I stop. I get into the training room. I stop crying. I, I, at this point, I'm like, upset. Ugh, accepting it and then Curvin Coleman comes in before anybody else he looks at me and he just starts crying and he gives me a hug and I just lose it so I'm like dude like this is my teammates like I feel like I'm letting them down and I'm like holy shit dude like this is brutal like I, I'm not a crier and like I'll get into this I've gotten so emotional ever since I tore this my knee my knee up I've gotten I've cried multiple times in my car listening to music just thinking about Bro. playing football again yeah. Bro, like, just thinking about the feeling thing, right? just like the f- I know when the first time I'm back out there like I'm gonna cry mm-hmm. the whole entire game probably like mm-hmm. when I hear that national anthem when I'm walking out there after I'm calling and telling you guys right now I'm gonna cry so much dude. that game dude. first game back I'm gonna cry like a little baby dude. and that's totally that's and they're gonna totally fucking good. Kill, kill it dude yeah I know you're gonna fucking kill it <laughs> It shows, how, it shows how much you care more than anything. Yeah. Um, so I'm waiting for this MRI. I get the MRI, and it's like the worst thing you can do. They're like, dude, you, it looks like you got hit by a car. And I was like, oh, my <laughs> God. Are you serious, dude? And like this doctor, Dr. Rajran, was like, dude, you might not ever play football again. Now, at that point, I started crying again. I was like, this is unbelievable. He was like, yeah, I can't do surgery on you either, by the way, because you're going to need trauma surgery because it's more than one ligament. You're going to need more than one surgeon. I was like, bro. <laughs> so, dude, like, so then I have to wait more time to get my surgery. I'm like, dude, this is push me back. And at this point, I'm already looking forward in the future. I'm like, all right, I got to get back. I got to get strong. Yeah. I got to be back before camp, and I'm still going to be back before camp. That's my goal. And my girlfriend was really supportive because, I mean – she tore ACL, but she came back from it, and she became an All-American. Yeah. So, I mean, I look up to her. My buddy Max came back from it. He's killing it right now. Shout out Max Stevens again. Colby came back from it multiple times, but, he, I mean, he tore it again, and he was just like, dude, like, this is like, you know. Can't I, go I, it again. Yeah, I, I'm going to be honest, dude. Eight knee surgeries. I don't know if I'd want to play sports either. Uh, I'd, yeah. prob- I'd, I'd probably, probably uh, stop. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Before, before exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you kind of want to play with your kids when you're older. Yeah, probably. Prob- so then, kind of. Um, I get fast forward. I go to the New York Jets doctor, <laughs> Kenneth Montgomery. I'm like, all right, like best of the best. Let's go. This dude's the nicest person alive. You know, very humble. So then, 
day of surgery, November 8th, go in there in the morning, don't drink, nothing. I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, all right, here's some oxygen, take the oxygen. Last thing I remember, because it wasn't oxygen, it was anesthesia or whatever the hell it puts you out. So I'm chilling, dude, naked with a robe on. I'm just chilling there, breathing. <laughs> Next thing I know, I wake up, big-ass cast on my leg. I'm like, oh, all right. That happened. Well, that happened. Can't feel anything below my hip. So I'm like, this is brutal. I get wheeled out in a wheelchair. It's all like a picture to me. Like I remember everything clear as day. My little brother and my mom were there. They're making fun of me, you know, because I'm all looped up. Some funny videos. And then I get home. I'm couched. I'm like, all right, I, I got to get up and go to the bathroom. I get up. I'm lightheaded. I'm like, oh, God. I go to the bathroom. And I'm like, oh, God, dude. I'm about to throw up. So my mom grabs a bowl. A bowl? Yeah. But you're already in the bathroom. Yeah. You didn't? I don't know. I couldn't bend over. <laughs> oh. Yeah, one leg. So listen to this, dude. First day out of surgery, I'm throwing up, freaking passed out, fall back, throwing up as I'm passing out, slam on the ground, day after, like, six hours after surgery on my head. knee. Thankfully, my mom, like, like pushed me off course because I almost hit my head on the toilet, which would have been, dude, imagine going back to the hospital after getting the surgery. So then... <laughs> So then I, I wake up and I'm like, throw up all over me. I'm like, what just happened? My mom's freaking out. My little brother is like tweaking. He's a little goofy. And then, <laughs> so, and now I can't shower for like a week. I just threw up all over myself. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, all over my cast. So tell us what you tore in your leg. I tore my ACL, my MCL, LCL, meniscus, quadruple threat. And oh. my hamstring and my hamstring behind my knee. So five ligaments. Absolutely brutal. The only thing holding my knee together for like a month and a half was my PCL. That's fucking insane, dude. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah. So you so you you tore five out of six. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. It, it was brutal. And and um That's probably like one of the worst I've seen here at Kane. Yeah, Stimmy says it's like Worst or worse. Yeah. And you're fucking my doc- The doctor told me that. He said you'd probably never play football again. You're running. You're squatting. You're. I wouldn't say running fast. But yeah. You're still I'm fucking r- Yeah. I mean, I'm pushing through. How, how, how long since the surgery? Uh, November 4th, you said? Four, November 4th, November, December, January, February, March. So five months. Five and, months and, and I'm running. fucking running. Yeah. And, and squatting. squatting. Pretty heavy. So, you know, halfway what through. Halfway through, and I'm not going to lie, I feel great, but... um. You know, I have very high expectations for myself, and one, I'm not one gonna day lie. At a time, like, baby. Yeah, I know it's one day at a time, but it just sucks, dude. Because oh, it's like I'm, such I'm, a slow process. Bro, bro, like, I going through the injury, bro, is probably at, at least an injury like that takes you out, like it did me and you, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know, and and Matt, what, I mean, that it, that it, like it, just puts you through. It never really took me out, like so, yeah. like I, I I'm like fortunate. What's your foot, right? Well, my ankle, and then last year with my hip, I'm still yeah. dealing with that. But like, I, I'm fortunate that where like it, my ankle was really only. There's a picture of me after surgery. Jesus, my my ankle was Looks really ugly. only able to take Jesus me out for three Christ, weeks, dude. and it was supposed to be. I, w- I wasn't supposed to come back till the game that you tore your knee. Yeah, and I had to come back three games before that, and um. My uh, my hip, 
I was able to just battle through it. But yeah, like you guys, Joe, your fucking ankle, your broken leg, and and you like five out of six ligaments decapitating <laughs> your fucking knee. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I'm sorry, I, I can't imagine that shit. And like, yeah. In the video, scary, man. in the video, like my uh, my my top part of my leg uh-huh. is like straight, and then this whole bottom half is like bent this way uh-huh. over Tanner Ash's like shoulder. So it's like bent over his shoulder, like pointing my my toes pointing that way while this is straight, like over his shoulder. It's freaking wild. Sheesh, yeah, man. but um, I would say not being able to walk and like oh, just yeah. getting out of shape and just being couched. Like I was couched. Like, not showering, pissing in bottles for seven days. Like, it was brutal. Brutal. Uh, dude. And I'm grateful, like, I'm grateful, I guess, I didn't have to do exactly that. Like, yeah, yeah um, you were able to, like, start, like, at least walking with some pressure before me. But at least immediately after post-op, I didn't, mine wasn't that bad. I was on the scooter, um... Yeah, it sucked going around, but like you know, I was able to at least stand up on one leg, leaning on something to take a piss, go, you know, yeah. sit down on the back on the toilet, like. Um. So I'm great. I'm grateful, you know, for that. Yeah, and, and I mean, you know, being a two-sport athlete, being a starter, two-time starter for the football team, basically feeling like you're on top of the world to being couched, not being able to, to walk, bottom. to the bottom, you know. I think it's gonna it's gonna show who I am, how I respond, and I'm excited to see the progress that I'm gonna make. And it it, it gets me emotional too to talk about this. But like, mm. I have a quote that I live by that I heard from Jocko, and I stand by this quote. And I'm probably gonna stand by it till I die. It's um, uh, who you are, like who are you, like look at, you, look at yourself in the mirror, ask yourself who are you, right? Mm-hmm. And then who do you want to be? Look at yourself in the mirror. Ask you, who do you want to be? It can be anything in the world. Best football player, best coach, best anything. And then the last thing, what are you going to do about it? You know, if you think about that, you look yourself in the mirror, you ask yourself, who am I right now? Who do I want to be? And then what are you going to do about it? You know, I look at myself every day. When I wake up, I have a mirror in my room. ask myself that. And I know I don't make the best decisions all the time. I know I'm not the perfect student, not the perfect athlete, not the perfect person. But I try to, like, make myself who I want to be every single day. Whether that's working out, whether that's going to a party, not drinking, because you know i got to get this workout in, Hell which yeah. I've done multiple times. You know, that, that's, like, such a good quote for me now. I used to live by other ones, but, I mean, that one now. And, like, even after my injury, like, before my injury, I was like, oh, I want to be an all-conference player. And now I look at myself, I'm like, dude, like, how selfish were you that, like, you weren't even thinking about your team? You just want to be an all-conference player. Now I'm like all about the team. Like I don't even want to be an all-conference player right now. I'm going to be honest. I just want to be the best teammate I can be. I want to be the best leader because I want to be able to look back and say I did everything I can for my, team to be, for my team to be the best. And maybe that's not me being an all-conference player. Maybe that's not, me, not even me starting next year. You know, I think I'm realist, dude. I look at that. I'm like, dude, what if I come back and I can't even fucking run? Like, you know, I, there's a chance I don't start because of that. You know, there's a chance I don't heal right. There's all these things that can happen. I just got to focus on what I can control. But I was so selfish to think, like, I have all these personal goals. But now it's like, since I have this injury, since I sat out, since I've been able to, like, talk to all my players, since I'm here every single day, Mm -hmm. I'm not participating in plyo still. I'm not going to participate in spring ball. 
even though I might be out there with a helmet, maybe at the end, which is cool because I made so much progress so quick. Yeah. Like I was so selfish to look at myself and be like, oh, this, these were my goals, but like not once was it like you don't realize like people say, oh, I want to be a good teammate, but you like people say that, but like they don't know what it, they don't do the things that they say. Yeah. Like you want to be a good teammate, but like you let people slack off. You want to be a good teammate, but you know, you're not nice to your teammates. Mm-hmm. Like barking, barking at your teammates to like, oh, like, what the fuck is that effort? Like, yeah, that's good, but, like, you can go about that a different way. Like, mm-hmm. dude, come on, I know you got one more in you. Yeah. Like, or, like, one time we were in the weight room and we were doing the superset that was, like, farmer's carry and then, uh-huh. like, dump, like barbell curls and yeah. people were cur- curling the bar and I was like, yo, like, you guys just benched, like, 315, put some fucking weight on that curl bar. Like, Oh, yeah, I was right there when you said that. Yeah, yeah. like, you just gotta... People, like, you gotta... If you want to, like, be a good teammate, you have to do everything in your power to be a good teammate and that's what I want to do dude I want to look back and say like I did everything I can to make the players around me better yeah because that's my goal now hell yeah you know I don't even want to be the, the all-american like obviously I want to be an all-american but you know right now my goals are to be the best teammate I can be and you know I want to be yeah. like I would rather take a championship in a winning fucking season that we haven't had here in so many fucking years and I know everybody's thinking oh we lost all these good players like they're not going to have KT they're not going to have Carlock they're not going to have Aaron Cottrell they're not going to have Josh Harris they're not going to have all these good players that we lost or, like everybody's thinking oh Kane's going to be down this year like no because no. we control the players and the coaches control mostly the players because the coaches just put us through it you know, it's our job to perform, our job in the weight room to put in the fucking effort, our job to keep ourselves on fucking top of our shit. You know, we have to fucking go out there and show out, and we need to fucking be on top of our shit and be, hold each other accountable and, like, be there for each other and, like, do all this good stuff to be a good teammate. Give people – I learned this from teaching, and I'm so happy I learned this. Positive reinforcement. Like, yeah. oh, dude, you're doing such a good job. Like, keep it up. I see that. Like, I tell players that all the time. Hell yeah, man. Like, players I don't even talk to. Like, and I, now I'm talking to like all the guys, but like, I think it was like Jordan Bell, like Jordan Bell. I, I, I love Jordan Bell, but I'm, I don't talk to him as much as I talk to John Contoris yeah. or Josh Harris or you guys. Yeah. Like one day I saw him like, dude, like keep putting in the work. Cause I know he wants to start. I know he wants to play. Keep putting the work. It's not going unnoticed. Like you're doing a great fucking job. Yeah, man. Or Dante Carr. Who I'm like, I know he wants to play. I'm like, dude, keep putting in the work. Like it's not going unnoticed. Like you're doing a great fucking job. Yeah. And like, when it comes down to it, when it's fucking tie game against fucking Salisbury and people are fucking winded, are they going to listen to somebody who fucking barked at them all fucking year or somebody who fucking gave them positive reinforcements like, listen, dude, mm-hmm. like, I know you put in the work, but now it's time to fucking go. You know, this is, this is what we fucking train for. Because oh, yeah. that's what it's going to come down to if we want to reach where we want to go. Salisbury's last game of the season, man. They always win the fucking conference. Yeah. It's not theirs. I mean, I got a couple of games circled on my schedule, dude. I'm not going to lie. I don't like to look forward, but dude, I cannot wait to play Willie Pete again. <laughs> Those motherfuckers, dude. dude. I, can't, I can't wait to play even though, again. Even though it wasn't their fault that I tore my ACL, dude. Like, Same thing. They're fucking, fucking going down, they're, dude. They're done. Yeah. And, and I tore my ACL, and as I was getting carted off the field, I look up, tears in my eye, and they're dancing on my fucking logo, dude. Dude, it drove me insane. It's Maybe. all good, dude. It's, insane. It's, it's fucking motivation. Yeah. But back to like some things you were saying, the, the all-conference thing. And like I remember after the first season you had started, we had played together. Yeah. That fall, I was over your house, I think for like an FCA meeting or something. And yep, and, and we talked about it. We talked about how the fuck did we both – we just we, – we got snubbed. You Remember you texted me? Yeah. Dude, we got snubbed for all-conference, and I was fucking mad. 
And I went into that next season. I was like, shit, fuck this shit. I don't. I, I don't care about all conference. It's fucking nice, but like, yeah, I don't give a shit. I just want to win. Yeah, it's crazy how your perspective changes. Cause and, like, I remember looking at the all conference list and like, sorry, I just cut you off. I remember looking at the all conference list and a kid had like thirty eight tackles on there. I'm like, dude, I double that. Like, what yeah, is that, that I, dude? Yeah, and like, then that, right then and then, I was like, fuck this shit. Like, I want to win. But like deep down, I was still telling myself like, oh, I want all yeah. conference. I want it. I was an ignorant. Like, I, was I was an ignorant freshman at that time. And now that's fucking. And like, I never put it in your perspective, and that's very selfish of me. And like, yeah. I didn't get it again last year, and I didn't. I, I, I personally, I, I feel like I could have performed a lot better last year. I mean, yeah, I had the ankle injury, but that's all fucking excuses. Yeah, excuses only sound good to the people who make them. So next year. I'm not fucking worried about that shit. I just want to win, like you said. Yeah. And that's what I've been trying to do. Like you said, better teammate. This Jocko book, like, earlier in, in the spring, like, me and Joe go to the field pretty fucking often and, like, work pretty fucking hard and pretty often. And we're like, what the fuck are we doing wrong that we can't get more people to the field? What are we doing wrong that we are keep losing? What are we doing wrong that our offensive line sucks? Mm-hmm. What are we doing wrong that our offense sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, like we're looking inward. Joe didn't play last year, and he's like, "Dude, like I have to, like I have to figure out what I'm doing wrong." And like we sat there for the entire weekend, fucking angry, not at the guys that didn't come to the field, angry at ourselves because nobody came to the field. It's tough and, when you and, care. And that was that was crazy because, like the night before that, th- this this had happened. I had read the chapter of the Jocko book, and they and he said. Like, before you can be a great leader, you got to, like, look inward. That's and, right. And, like, you got to self-reflect. And, like, we're, we're sitting the there. And, like, I'm like, dude. Are I'm, you doing everything you can to and, be like, the best? I, I'm sitting there. I'm Teammate, like, player. I'm like, I got to go talk to Coach G. I got to talk to Galante. What are we doing wrong? Yeah. And and I talk, we, we talked about it. And you were like, dude, we just got to start doing stuff together. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I we haven't put ourselves out there. To like start doing more things together, as you got to become like a family. Dude. And like you look at like the best of the best, the fucking Navy SEALs. They do everything together. Mm-hmm. Everything. Oh, how drinking? They do fucking everything, dude. They're, and they're the best of the best, dude. Look at, look at the lacrosse team. team has been good for so long. Yeah. And they do everything together. They hang out, whole team, all yeah. the time, yeah. together. Everything together. And they enjoy each other's company. Yeah. We have so many egos on this team that, like, we can't fucking do that. Yeah. But we will. They'll learn. They'll, They'll learn when we're all good guys that they'll come around. Yeah. But, um, like you were saying, um, like, obviously, since I got, I thought I got snubbed, which I didn't, I, I sucked my freshman year. I just had a lot of tackles. <laughs> That's what I think, at least. Yeah. Um, I, before I got injured, I was second in the conference in tackles, and I was like, all right, like, to keep this up, you know, you probably get it. And, like, I look back at that now, I'm like, dude, like, I look at myself and, dude, if I if I could go back in time, I'd slap the shit on myself. Cause like, <laughs> Hell yeah, so man. Just, <laughs> just such a stupid fucking thing to think about, dude. Like, just caring about your stats and, like, caring about yourself. Yeah, man. And I think, like, tearing up my knee, like, really, like, said, all right, Ray, it's time to fucking grow up, dude. You know. There's some real shit, man. Yeah. And another thing tying back to, like, what you were saying about, like, Joe was saying about his injury. Like, he at least he was able to walk. and like Or, like, not walk, but, like, ride the scooter like you were on crutches like i yeah. can imagine being on fucking crutches at 290 pounds yeah dude my roommates had to fucking drive me to class yeah you know and, i couldn't drive and, and then like, i got my surgery i couldn't go to class i was i didn't go to class for a month and a half dude yeah and and i'm sitting brutal I'm, I'm and the whole time you guys were talking about that just now 
I'm thinking about like one thing that I always say is like no matter how fucking bad you have it, somebody always has it worse. Yeah. And like Joe had it pretty fucking bad, but you had it much worse. And I'm sure somebody yeah. had it much worse than you had. That's it. absolutely right. And and like when I was going through my hip shit, I was dude, I was still able to walk, I was still able to run and lift and shit like that and like worked my fucking ass off. But like I always thought like no matter how bad you have it, somebody always has it worse. That's right. So like it's a good way to look at that. That dude that that shit like puts you through like will get you through a workout. Like I feel like fucking shit right now. I can't hold this plank. But like there's somebody right behind me holding the same fucking plank but struggling harder because they're fucking weaker. Yeah. Or there's somebody in front of me that's that I'm fucking weaker than, you know? And like that shit just gets me through. I agree. Hell yeah. So, right. Joe. I think that's a good spot to end off tonight, gentlemen. End off. Yeah. yeah. Dude, right. we, that was that was probably one of our better ones. Longer ones, too. Oh, uh, yeah. We're, uh, we're coming up on an hour 20. An hour 20. It's Long, perfect. Dude, and, and we're just having a fucking conversation. It's perfect, man. We're just having a conversation. <laughs> right, 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 I was right, very right. nervous in the beginning, but now yeah. I feel fucking I, I, I was going to stay at home, dude. Let, say, wait, let me ask you. You still nervous? No, no, no. Dude, we got to do this again. Oh, yeah. There's still a lot down here on this list that we haven't Yeah, dude, I'm happy to be on. You guys know that. Anything to help my teammates out. Hell yeah, man. Okay. Anything to support you guys, I'll shout you guys out as well. <laughs> I got a whole bunch of people that I know will listen to this. Um, so, um, Joe does the intro. I'll do the outro. Well, Ray, any final words you want to say? Yeah, sorry. But, uh, um, you know, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Look at yourself in the mirror. Who are you? What do you want to be? What are you going to do about it? You know, if you're mm-hmm. serious about like being good, you got to do stuff about it, dude. Yeah, dude, and it, like, and that that goes to anything. You we, can be a fucking teacher. Look at yourself. Who are you? Who do you want to be? What are you going to do about it? A businessman, coach, brother, sister, family, dad, player, anything. Shit, like I was, I was literally just about to say that. This shit, like we talk a lot about sports a lot. This shit resonates to real fucking life. That's right. Real life. That's right. Hey, fucking men. But, alright, so, uh, you know where to find us. Spotify, Apple Music, or Apple Podcasts, um, Boats and Joes. Don uh, Official. We'll, um, we, we'll be posting updates on uh, ne- uh, next episode, uh, questions for Tug Talk. Yeah. Uh, any, any updates with uh, what's going on? Yeah, um, just just stay tuned. Uh, please, please, please go follow the Boats and Joe's podcast uh, Instagram. Like Joe just said, at Boats and Joe's dot official on Instagram. Um, sooner or later, we're gonna have videos out and highlights of our podcast, it's like everyone, awesome. like you, like you see on TikTok. It's gonna be awesome. They're, they're gonna be recorded, so. Stay tuned to that, and uh, like we said in the beginning, dude, we're going to be a fucking household name, so just fucking get ready. That's right. <laughs> we're going to be a fucking household name. I'm telling you guys, this setup's unreal. Dude, you'll see it soon enough. All right, guys, signing off. Thank you. Hold on. Thank you guys so much for having me. Of course, man. I had Thank a fucking you. great time. Thank you, man. Shit was awesome. Dude. Hell yeah. Of course, brother. It was awesome. Thank you. All right, guys. Peace. Have a Bye. good night. Bye.